What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Bar Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to the show. And if you're new to the channel, if you're a new listener, you can follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, at or IG at Ball Don't Lie. That's B-A-L-L-D-N-T-L-I-E. And you can stream the show on YouTube. You can stream the show on IGTV as well. If you want to go the audio route, we're on all platforms. Upper Podcast, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, etc. So we're on all streaming platforms. And if you're new to the channel, please subscribe. Please hit that smash that like button after you get done watching the video. Because it does help out a lot. And if you're on the audio route, five stars if you can. I appreciate the love. And this is going to be a crazy episode. Crazy episode because right now we're in the stages of a whole new season. Last episode was game six of the NBA Finals. And it's been a couple weeks. Kind of get some people some time to just sit there and watch football and the NFL and all that good stuff. The stuff is starting to heat up right now as we speak. Trade rumors. Reagency destinations for new players. NBA draft. Every night it feels like a different name moves up to the number one spot. Or the Minnesota might trade the number one pick. The Warriors are indecisive which which player they want. Melo supposedly fell out the top three or top five pick because of his interview struggles. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And it's going to be a crazy... I mean, it's been a crazy past season because of COVID and the bubble and all that. We're still in COVID stages. So the NBA and the and, and the Player Association, they finally decide to start the NBA season on December 22nd. And it's going to be crazy because this is the potential schedule for the NBA. November 16th, trade period as far as like the window starts players might get traded and i'm gonna name a few of them for you guys so that's on november 16th that's when the trade window opens two days later on the november 18th is when the nba draft is going to start 2020 draft we're going to see where Melo goes we're going to see where anthony edwards goes james wiseman etc and then within 24 to 72 hours right after that it'll be the nba free agency period. So it's going to be crazy. Within like four days, you're going to have trades, which is it's unheard of because usually when, when the season ends, is draft, free agency. At the same time, they have a seven-day window for free agency, right? Then the trades will kick in. It seems it's kind of backwards right now. You got trades first, then the NBA draft, then free agency. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And that's all within a span of three to five days. So it's going to be crazy because the NBA season starts December 22nd. With that said, December 1st will be training camp. And between the 1st of December and the 22nd of December, training camp, if you're new to the team, you got to figure out the plays. You got to be in shape. 
You got three to three to four preseason games. What I'm hearing. So it's gonna be crazy. So from November 16th to December 22nd, it's like a month and maybe a week or so, or less than that. And that's all the stuff is gonna happen. And the reason why they agreed to start on the December 22nd date, some players voiced their concerns, like LeBron James. He wanted to start in January. And let me break it down to you as far as how the schedule would have looked if they decide to do this in, 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 in January. Let me put this up for you guys in a second. Hold on one second. Let me see where this is at right now. Here we go. January 18. So that would be the start date. Camp opens end of the month of December. So that'll be like their camp, their you know, their training camp. Preseason will be three to five games. 60-game window. So the season will be cut down from 82 to 60 games. And this is this is mind-boggling for me. If you play 60 games, they said each team will have 24 back-to-back games. Just imagine that. 24 back-to-back games? Some of those might run in the same week. So, for example, you play Monday, Tuesday. You might be off Wednesday or Thursday. Then you got to play either that Thursday, Friday, or that Friday, Saturday in the same week. Because there's no way you can do 24 back-to-backs in 60 games and not having those happen in the same week. At the same time, All-Star break is going to be in April. April 9th, regular season is ending June. As far as both concepts of when they start, they're definitely going to add a playing tournament, meaning the 7th seed through the 10th seed will have a shot to play in the 8th seed, to get into the playoffs, or the 7th seed, sorry, to get into the playoffs. That's going to be interesting, and that's going to be on both sides of the conference. So the 7th seed in the West through 10. And the East, 7 through 10, will be able to have the playing tournament. So I, I can't wait for that. Playoff will start around June 28th. And the season will, should end with the finals and all that sometime between August 21st and the 23rd. So imagine, season starts January 18th and ends in August. And yet, you have training camp again in September. Because they're trying to do all this to start on plan for next season. Not this one. 2021, 2022. So imagine LeBron, he wants that route. Because he's like, man, I just got off. We got to understand. LeBron been off for five months. You know, between the last game in March and COVID going on. So in between that and the bubble, there's some teams that haven't even played for March. Like the Atlanta Hawks, for example. They haven't played since March. The Kings haven't played since March. So imagine if they had to wait to January, that's almost one year. So the official schedule where everybody pretty much agreed on is the December 22nd start. And pretty much everything's the same. Instead of 82 games, it'll be 72 games. 14 back-to-backs per team. 25% reduction in travel. All-Star break will be for six days in early March. Regular season will end on May 16th. Playing tournament for the 7th seed to the 10th seed on both sides of the conference. Playoff will begin 
around May 22nd. And the NBA final should end on June 22nd. So that gives, to me, that's a better schedule because it makes sense. It'll put, put everything back into the traditional format. Meaning, NBA draft will probably be end of June. Free agents will probably start sometime in July. And then they'll come back to the NBA season in October. So we'll go back on the same schedule pre-COVID. So finally, they all agreed to that. And like I said, this is, I'm just I'm just giving you guys the ideas because some of y'all don't know what's going on right now. Some of y'all already do. So for the ones that don't know, that's exactly what's going to happen. December 22nd, before Christmas, is going to be the NBA launch day. And this is the trade rumors. We're talking about trades in this episode. Trade rumors, the beef of it. I like more trade rumors than free agency situations. Because players, you know, they can decide where they want to go. The free agent. You're getting traded. You don't control your fate. Teams do that. So it's interesting to see marquee names that might get traded. Like a Chris Paul. Which will probably get traded. A Drew Holiday is also in talks about getting traded. David Griffin. Is trying to go the young route. So I don't know if he's going to offload J.J. Redick, Derek Favors, Drew Holiday, and just go young. I mean, they got a young team, though. Look at it. They really do got a young team. You do need some vets. That's just how it works. With a young team, you need to have a vet on there. That's crazy because Drew Holiday didn't ask for a trade. He hasn't came out once. Even through the ups and downs being in New Orleans, never once he said he wants to get traded. Never once that he said he wanted to get traded after the fact AD requested for a trade. So I don't know if this is David Griffin playing the Mr. Nice Guy. Hey, you know what? He's been through us for thick and thin. We're going to ship him off to where he wants to go. So I can tell you right now, he got about 10, 12 shooters that's interested in him. So we'll see what happens. I mean, there's so many teams that want to get Drew Holiday. The Warriors talked about getting him. The Lakers talked about getting him for about a second or two. They realized, I ain't going to work. Spurs were thinking about getting him in the mix before shipping out. Because they, they, they're also in, in trade talks, too. They're trying to get rid of LaMarcus and DeRozan. And I'll get into that in a little moment. But let's start off with Devin Booker. And I'll run it down for you guys. Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns is a young cat, pure scorer, pure shooter, talented, Mississippi kid, came out of the Kentucky Wildcats, University of Kentucky, Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm going to run full circle on this. Minnesota Timberwolves has the number one pick. And there's been rumblings in that organization that they're willing to trade that if they can get a valuable all-star that can be a perfect piece to the puzzle. Imagine you have D-Book. Just imagine that. Let that sit for a second. Let that resonate. D-Book, Carl Anthony Towns, and D-Lo, that's a good team. And he, obviously, you don't have to give up a lot of pieces. You think 
Phoenix is gonna ship off D book and get scraps back. But the good thing about Minnesota, they got they got a first round pick this year. And they got another first round pick next year. And the year after that. So they got they got some good picks. Either they rebuild with this with 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 Cat and Delo and see what they can get. Or you ship it off. And I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to figure out how to get rid of that pick to get an all-star. And they really want D-Buck. And the thing about the reason why D-Buck's in this conversation is because rumors coming out of Phoenix. Right? He lives in Scottsdale. Rumors coming out of Phoenix is that he ain't happy. He's truly not happy with Phoenix. And I, and I, and I understand why. Dude's been there and had different coaches, different system. Players come in and out. No stability. I remember at one point he had three point guards. Wasn't sure who started on a given night. His own boy got traded. Tyler Eunice. And he was against that. So to me, it's just, it's, I understand where he's coming from. Obviously, he hasn't came out publicly, but people around the circle are saying that, that D-Book ain't happy in being in Phoenix. And is willing to get traded. We have to understand that he just signed a five-year extension and only did one year into it. So he has four more years remaining, and I think it's roughly around 120 mil. That's a big contract for Minnesota. Because they got other cats on that team that they're getting paid. D'Lo's getting paid. Cat's getting paid. I mean, you can squeeze it in there and try to fit some role players and some rookie through drafts. We'll see what happens because if they do, let's say, because Phoenix is reluctant to trade them. But let's say they trade them. Let's say, you know what? That's the best package. Because to me, it is the best package. I, mean, I don't know what else you really can get. If you trade D-Book somewhere else to a contender, they can't fit that money to their cap. Unless you want to trade for like a CJ, a Dame, like those players. It makes sense. But if, you, if they're not doing it, if it's not going to be like a caliber player in the same breadth as D-Book or even better, then obviously he's going to go to a team like Minnesota or teams like that that can offer more assets. And when I say assets, Minnesota will offer Jared Clover, Josh Okigi. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. I slaughtered it. My bad. Don't kill me for that. Amari Spellman, big man, stretch four. Been on a couple of teams, Atlanta Hawks, I believe, Warriors too for a little bit. But this is the bread and butter. This is the bread and butter. The first pick for this year, which is about to be in about a week or so, and the 17th pick in this year. So you're going to get two top 17 picks and 2023 first round pick. See, that right there makes sense. Because you're going to get three picks within a couple of years, and you're going to have a couple of young guys. And Jared Glover, Jared Clover is a good player at a Texas Tech. He can hoop. He can hoop. Obviously, you add that around Kelly O'Brien. You add, you add that around DeAndre Aiden. You know, they got they got some young cats too in Phoenix. So th- it's a good team. But Phoenix has to figure out what direction they want to go to. And I think D Buck doesn't want to be there. And another player, so th- that's the whole D-Book situation. We'll see what happens. But the other players are also on the trade radar for November 16th. 
or or possible for the NBA draft is Gordon Hayward. What is the Celtics going to do with this guy? You got Jalen Brown at the same position. You're paying other guys. He, obviously, he opted in to his, uh, I think his fourth year or his fifth year, I believe. He's making like almost damn near forty million, and he's smart. That's his. I mean, he opted in. That's his choice because he knows he will not get that nowhere else. You have Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum at the same position. They try to use Jason Tatum at the four sometimes. It ain't working. Why do you think the Celtics are shopping around trying to get a big? I heard names like Michael Turner from the Pacers. And that would be a great fit because he's a stretch five. And I know they had Theus. Theus was solid. You know, they got a young cat, Williams. He's good. But he, they, both of them combined is not Evan Turner. If they can get that dude from Indiana, it would be great. You got a shot to compete against the Nets, the Milwaukee Buck, the, the Heat, whoever else, Toronto Raptors, if they can keep Van Bleet. So we'll see what happens with that. It's going to be interesting. But if they do trade him, I'm pretty sure he they, they're going to try to offload him depending who wants to get Gordon Hayward from the Celtics. They're also will include three first-round picks to get another valuable player. So if they happen to trade to the Hawks, for example, right? I'm not sure for who. Let's say for an example, they will trade Gordon Hayward and three first-round picks with it. Attach it together. Or to the Pacers and get Michael Turner. Yeah, because there's no way this is going to work. I mean, he played well through the bubble. He played well when he came back off an injury. They needed him in the playoffs. But it's not going to work. You have three guys fighting for minutes. Tatum's your big fish. And Jalen Brown's your backing of your team. Like, those guys have to get minutes. And when you cut into Gordon Hayward, it doesn't make sense. You got three options. And Gordon Hayward, if he does get traded, blessing to him because he got paid. He will never see this contract again. So I wish him luck. Also, the Warriors, and we're going to probably be speaking more about this than any other player because the Warriors are stuck in a dilemma. Same thing with the Heat. I think they, they, those two teams right now are fighting for Giannis. I'm going to talk about Giannis a little bit more because other players about getting traded like Drew Holiday and those guys. They're not, they're not catchy names like a, like a Giannis. Everybody's trying to figure out what the Giannis situation. And every time we get closer to the season, we hear more nuggets coming out, more nuggets, more information. The Warriors are indecisive. They have the second, they have the second pick. They're deciding between uh, uh, Anthony Edwards from Georgia, combo guard, big dude, kind of stocky. He averaged about 20 points in Georgia. Not a pure shooter, but he's, he, overall, he's a good scorer. He's working his three-point a little bit in his defense. But I'm pretty sure that can work. As he grows in the NBA, that will happen regardless of what team he's on. Or you go with uh, James Wiseman from Memphis, who didn't play at all because of issues with the NCAA. The, they thought he took some money from Penny Hardaway, et cetera, blah, blah. Long story, I'm not going to get into it. But he was suspended for the whole entire year. He was projected to be the number one pick. 
now teams, based off of personnel, it's going to be floating between these two guys, the top three pick. Either Minnesota gets Edward or Wiseman, and then the Warriors, I think, will be the, they'll take the opposite. I don't think LaMelo will be the top two pick. But I'll have a whole episode about the mock draft and all that stuff down the road. But as of right now, if the Warriors, the Warriors want to trade to Milwaukee, they would have to include the number two pick, Andrew Wiggins, obviously another f- a future pick, which is the, the Minnesota Timberwolves pick for next year, top two, th- uh, top three protective draft pick. If Minnesota's not good, that's a lottery pick. Back-to-back years. You add Wiggins, and there's another player. It's going to be interesting. The reason why I'm spicing this up a little bit, not necessarily a little bit, is because there's information that's going out about it. Giannis supposedly heard about the offer and was like, I'm not signing a long, long-term deal with the Warriors. So I'm not sure what the Warriors are going to do. But I'm pretty sure they going to, I mean, I'm not pretty sure, but if they happen to pull the gun on this and trade for Giannis, they're going to try to convince him while he's that he's there for that one year. And then see what happens. If you win a title with the Warriors, where, how are you really going to leave? The KD situation is different. How Giannis is going to leave? You can't. Hey, you know, I know, you know, being biased a little bit, as you can see. But these are just factual information that's coming from Zach Lowe, Ashley Nicole. Speaking about her, she had some interesting takes on Twitter a couple days ago. If you don't know who she is, she's from Miami. She's tapped in pretty good in the NBA, especially with the Miami Heat. I remember a couple years back, this is like I kind of follow her for about a couple years now. It's because she said a couple years ago, when Jimmy Butler was at the Sixers, and when the Sixers were deciding who to sign between Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler for that major contract, right? And this is like months before that. Obviously, it wasn't like during free agency. But while they're playing, while he's playing for the Sixers, she said, if he doesn't sign with the Sixers, he's coming to where? Miami. The Heat. Miami-Dade County, 305. That's where Jimmy will be going. People killed her on Twitter. People killed her on TV. And guess what happened? He came. And when he came, Connor did say, yeah, yeah, she's tapped in. She knows what she's talking about. So she says a couple interesting things that she had tweeted. I'm not going to go through all her home tire tweets. I'm going to run her clip. And what she said, and she's pretty much going, her tweets caught on fire, and she made a video about it. And this is exactly what she said about Giannis. If he, 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 he's deciding between, not, it's not his fate, obviously, but Milwaukee. If they trade him to Miami, they want, Milwaukee wants Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, uh, uh, Bam Adebayo. They want the young crop. They don't want the OGs. Obviously, Jimmy Butler is untouchable. Pat Riley's like, no, 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 no. Bam ain't going. But Tyler Hero, yeah. For Giannis, yeah. Which makes sense. 
Tyler Hero's from Milwaukee. He grew up watching the Bucks. Bucks fan. So it makes it makes sense for Milwaukee to get get him back at least. Imagine. So here's the package. Giannis to the Warriors. If it doesn't get traded, it'll be Wiggins, some other player. What Ashley Nicole said would be another player that they haven't told her based on her sources. This is not my information. That is not. This is based off of Ashley Nicole and Zach Lowe, in a way. So I'm going to run that audio for you and hear what she had to say. DJ, stop that beat for a second. Let's run this audio. This is not for the faint of heart. But luckily, I'm hard body like that. And New York raised me well. So what's up? Let's do this. But this comes to me at a very trusted source. This is the same source who works in the Miami Heat front office that told me a month before it hit the media that Jimmy Butler was coming to the 305. What I can tell you is that Golden State is very interested in trading for Giannis. They have put together a pretty nice package of draft picks, another player whose name I was not given, and small forward Andrew Wiggins. Now this is where things get a little bit messy because I have been told that Giannis has informed the Warriors that he will not sign a long-term deal with the team and that's where things get tricky because the Warriors are not willing to give up draft picks and two players for somebody who may not be there in a year but that's where the Miami Heat come into the picture so I have been told that despite the reports we got at the beginning of the season specifically around the all-star break Tyler Hero is no longer an untouchable and the Miami Heat organization and Pat Riley are willing to put him on the trading block if it means getting Giannis now, it is noted that Hero is a hometown kid. He is from Milwaukee and other names mentioned in a possible trade, Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, and a few draft picks. Now, regarding Bam Adebayo, I have been told that Pat Riley, and I quote, wants to hold on to him for as long as possible. So it seems that Bam is still an untouchable. Now, providing some background context on Giannis's connection to the 305, it is known locally here that he spends his offseason half in his home country of Greece and also the other half right here in Miami. He actually has property down here. Did you hear that? Has property there. He splits his time in Miami and Greece during the summer. So it makes sense what she's saying. She does have some couple of factors that do make sense, though. I actually fact-checked it. He does have property in Miami. That's interesting. I mean, that doesn't really mean nothing, though, really, right? I mean, there's players that have property in L.A. Doesn't mean they're going to be a Laker. Bradley Bill has a house in L.A. He was linked with the Lakers as far as trade talks and stuff like that. But is he going to be a Laker? No. People have houses everywhere, especially in the NBA. But Miami's a great place. I bet you... At least 50 players in the NBA got a house or a condo in Miami or Fort Worth Lauderdale, somewhere in that area. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in Milwaukee if they want to trade. Milwaukee is in a tough situation because they don't know if they want to jump the gun. If you ship him, everybody's going to be talking about it. But if you don't, he will walk like LeBron walked in 2010, how KD left OKC high and dry, and you need nothing in return. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And she also mentioned that it will happen sooner than later as far as a trade. Milwaukee, before the trade deadline, will make that decision. Is Giannis going to stay? Because if he takes that extension, it's going to be one of the craziest countries of all time. Almost pushing damn near 300 mil. So it's up to him. You want to stay there for a couple years, five years, four years, don't want to chip, be past your prime, or go catch a chip. Make money off the court, and it can probably equal out somehow. 
Other players also in the trade talk, Chris Paul. I don't know where he's going to go. Links to New York, Clippers, other places. OKC is definitely going to dump him for sure because they're trying to rebuild. And Chris Paul, I know, I get it. He has two more years on his contract, so we'll see what happens. $80 million owed to him in the next two years. Rudy Gobert is also in the trading, been talked about in the trading block as well. The highest destination is Milwaukee. They really want Rudy Gobert, but I'm not sure who they're going to give up to. Uh, Utah, we'll see what happens. But those are the biggest names as far as trades. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about the NBA draft. And we're going to see how that goes. So, until then, I mean, it's a wrap for tonight. But until then, y'all be safe. I appreciate the love. appreciate all the support. I'm going to give you up-to-date content as fast as I can. It's going to be a crazy month. And make sure y'all stay tuned. All right, man. Y'all stay safe. One love.